Welcome to Knockup After the Shot. We are your hosts, Justin and David. Today... He's the host. Yeah, he's the bourbon drinker. I just drink bourbon. Today we got uh, something special on the menu, you could say. Um, finally got the... We'll call it the studio, if you will, from now like on. It. Um, it's uh, the upstairs in my house. We converted it to kind of be this main K bourbon room. So... Um, Coming up, we got the new table, 1792 barrel that David found. Um, yeah. Thank you to uh, Empire Liquor. Empire for, Liquor for that uh, for that fund. I we I couldn't find a date on it anywhere, but we restored it, put all the bands back. It's all cleaned up. It's pretty, and on the top you can see the 1792 distillery um, imprinted on the top. So that's pretty sweet. And then all the taxidermy, and then the Bourbon shelf in the back. Bourbon slash tequila shelf. We'll get into some of that later. Yeah. This half is bourbon. Um, of course, gig them for life. But um, You can see he's been busy over here. Yeah, we've been busy. So we got the new studio set up and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So this is where you're going to see us when we do our after the shots, unless it's truly after the shot and then we'll be on site. But um, for now, this is where you'll see us. So, in honor of the bourbon barrel, we're going to be trying 1792's 12-year David Fountain. see if we've started trying it. Yeah. It's good. As usual. <laughs> um, 1792 12-year is what we are going to be tasting today. Not drinking, but tasting one taste. Um, give you flavor profiles, kind of chat about that. But before we get started with that, David is going to do a blind taste test. Why don't you tell them what's going on over here? These are all my 12s, so we've got the 1792 12-year, which I would like to tell you right now. To date is probably my favorite Yeah, we're bourbon. gonna get into that. You just... it's, yeah, it's good. Um, then we've got this uh, barrel-proof Elijah Craig here that is a 12-year. You've got your Knob Creek, which is a 12-year, and your Weller 12, which uh, is a new crack for me on the Weller 12 here. Um, I hadn't had it yet, so I'm excited to, uh, to see if I can pick it out. Now, these three are very, this taste test, I feel it's kind of loaded a little bit because these three are all very similar in proof, so I'm pretty sure I'll be able to pick out uh, the Elijah Craig. But that's only one out of four. Because it's heavier proof, so I'm pretty sure I'll be able to, to pick that out. But what I'll do is we'll go through them and, you know, I'll tell you which ones I like the most, and then we'll see if... If I can guess what they are. Sounds great. So Dave's gonna leave the room. Got my handy dandy expo, kind of mark them up, and then um, he'll come back and we'll see if he can get this right. I decided not to do this because they were all gonna be wrong if I did it and it was gonna be pointless. So stay out there. Stay out here. Not quite done yet. Because right. I I dry erase marker the numbers on the glass. You can't see them from where you're sitting. Right. But the corresponding ticks mark. I hope match. those come off my, my bottles. I already tried because the black right. didn't work. So I didn't write them on the bottles. I wrote on the glass. That's oh, why I, I, gotcha. that's why I didn't want you to see them. So, is okay. it bad that uh, 
I was just in the restroom and I'm still seeing fluorescent yellow from last night's bourbon tasting. <laughs> Probably. Probably not oh, the boy. best. Okay. All right, let's get into it. All right, so. These are all mixed up and they don't correspond, so. Right, right, right. Go on with your, and then, so what we're going to do is put the glass behind the bottle that you think it is. And then you'll move it. And then we'll move it to see if it's right. All right. And meanwhile, I'm going to drink this. First, let's see. It's so good. It's so good. Okay, let me smell that. Just by the smell. Oh, Mister. Well, I don't. I don't know. No, maybe. You know, it's kind of. Oh, shoot! That smells pretty good too. It's kind of. Um, you know, this is the higher proof, so it's going to stand out in my mind, right? That's fair. This is weeded bourbon, so in my mind, that's going to stand out too by the taste because this is your first sniff of that right yes i've had because this is this is pretty full for yeah. a bourbon for us yeah <laughs> uh well a reserve of course i've had that um i've got the antique 107 at home i'm we're going through about half a bottle of that you thought it was pretty hot i don't know if you remember <sighs> i haven't tried the 12 years. i don't remember let's let's taste it numero uno david had to bring out the fancy glasses for today Ooh. Got a little water to cleanse the palate. I just have water because I literally finished a two-hour workout like 20 minutes ago, and I feel like bourbon is not something you should jump right into after lifting. It's good too. What'd you taste in the first one? Tell us about Oh, I can't do that right now. It'll mess me up. Okay. Let me just. Okay. Well, don't drink it all then, and then you can tell us when your mind's made up, because you need to tell them what you think. Let the man do his work. While he's tasting, um, I think David and I are going to get some short sleeve t-shirts made. Um, looked into it today, some Under Armour t-shirts. So I'm going to throw the logos on those and hopefully be able be able to purchase those um, sometime here in the next couple of months. Nothing crazy there. We're also next week going to hat manufacturer guy um, gonna go get the logo put on some hats and uh, those will be available for purchase probably the same time as the as the uh, t-shirts are nothing crazy um, we literally aren't trying to make a profit on it we just want people to wear our logo and support us so if it costs me 20 bucks to buy the shirt a couple dollars to put the stick put the um, put the logo on it it'll be a $23 shirt I don't care to make any money off of it there's time for that down the road we just want people to support us and, and like the brand. So that's going to come in the next couple months. Um, that way we can actually wear our stuff on camera instead of other people's stuff. Uh, we also might have a pretty cool partnership coming up with uh, Hoot Camo, Hunt Hoot, um, Instagram. Uh, we have to uh, go have some lunch with them and kind of figure it out. Hopefully it might be uh, pairing up with them to get some of their camo that we can wear out in the field, give them our feedback tell you guys what we think about it and you know small businesses help each other and uh that's that's uh, hopefully going to be pretty cool for us <clears throat> cool brand check them out hunt hoot on instagram or hunthoot.com um didn't sponsor this video but i'm sure they would uh, like to try all these bourbons so maybe one day um other than that make sure you follow me on instagram justin underscore canada 
Uh, follow David on Instagram, uh, McNair Day. He doesn't have a whole lot of posts or any posts and may never have any posts, but at least Probably not. follow him and, and get to me and uh, see what we're up to. But um, That's so I can physically see right. the stuff he makes because I can't ever share it because I didn't have any account. So. And last plug that I'll do, all three of the parts of our miniseries from uh, Jim Folkrod's LJ Blessings Hunt um, are up on YouTube. So go check those out. Um, part one and two are going to be our hunts, David and I's, and then part three is going to be showing you the basically, excuse me, after the kill, um, what we do, taking it to Mui Grande, getting it scored by some awesome guys, um, and just some really cool footage of that. So go check those out, drop it a like, give us a subscribe, and um, we'll have more content coming to you soon. So I think he's ready. No, I'm not. Well, <laughs> this is harder than I thought. Yeah. Um, it's funny because... That's why I didn't do it. I told you earlier. We did this once before our blind, but it was all three 1792 products, and I was able to pick them out. This is difficult. This is really difficult, actually. Okay. I mean, I think I know which one is the Weller and the Elijah... Or the Knob. Knob Creek, I know, has a, a decent amount of oak. Do you have one that you know for sure? Start narrowing it down? Um, that's what this round is right here. I'm going to place them. This I round? Mean, yeah. This round. I hope I'm forty now. Right. Here we go. Two down. So if you listen to our other podcasts, when we tell you that E.H. Taylor is the best thing we've ever drank, when we get into this Knob Creek 12-year, we're about to contradict everything that we said in that podcast because it's Knob Creek. Excuse me. Well, we haven't had this yet. 1792. 12 year is legit. And he's done. That's where I'm going. He's I done. I don't know if I'm right or not. Well, I'll game show host this. I don't know. So, first, we'll start with the Elijah Craig. I'm wrong, aren't I? Elijah Craig is two ticks. And Elijah Craig on here, two ticks. Woo! That's one for tough. one. That was tough. Here, we'll do this. One for one. Finish my drink. Well, you gotta tell them about the flavors. So you get one more drink. I've had so much to drink by now, I can't tell you shit about the flavor. Second one, seventeen ninety-two. Three ticks. Damn it. He doesn't feel good about this one. Seventeen ninety-two is. You're hosting this really well. This is making me. Seventeen ninety-two is four ticks. Ah. So that one's incorrect. This one, which you thought was Knob Creek, is four ticks, which is actually a 1792. And the Knob Creek is three ticks. So we got those mixed up, which means you got the Weller correct. Which is what you thought in the beginning, is that you were going to get the Elijah Craig and the Weller because of the flavor profiles. These two are hard to decipher between. And uh, those two are the closest, I think, in proof. 96.6 to 100 where this was 90 and this bad boy comes in at a 123.6 so yeah this one was hard to pick out these two right here which tells the people that are on Facebook looking for this one go grab this tastes very similar think so you'll find out soon you yeah. got that in the glass right so. now don't you well, go down the line and give a little, a little one-minute snippet. I don't have a minute of information. 
information. Okay, then a 10-second snippet of what they can kind of taste, because this podcast is not about all these bourbons. It's about this one. So just yes. give us a little bit. So, Elijah, you know, I really don't know what I get on the nose. I, I think it's fruity. Almost like some kind of pie. That sounds funny, but like an apricot pie. That's what I smell. Interesting. Elijah Craig's hard for me because I don't drink a lot of it. Um, their normal stuff, I'm not a too too huge of a fan, but I, mean, I don't get a whole lot past caramel, really. Really? That's the knob? Yeah. So that was the Elijah Craig. Now this is a small batch 12-year knob. It's a small batch, yeah. I get more... Um, Sounds silly, but a smoother smell. I it's probably the proof. You don't get as much alcohol. Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of reminds me of smelling vanilla ice cream. Oh, okay. Yeah, traditional knob flavor. A little nutty. A little more vanilla in this. Mm. And a little bit of oak. Because it's older. It's been in the barrel longer, right? I was going to ask you, so... What do you think... This is a 12, uh, 1792 12 barrel. This is. A, oh, I don't know. I don't know what any of these numbers no, are. No, I mean, you. Okay, so everybody that watches us, so both of you. Um, both of <laughs> you. Me, was, he, and I, we're going to go back and watch it to laugh at ourselves. To see, <laughs> I was waiting to see how long it was going to take you. So, both of you, when you watch this, if you know anything else about bourbon barrels than we do, you saw earlier in the clip the top of this. Barton 1792 Distillery Bourbon Whiskey, blah, blah, blah. And there's a bunch of letters and numbers. But it says DSP-KY-12, and then also has a 12B-27C. So I don't know if those 12s determine the barrel. Like if that would have said 9 if it was a knob, cre or excuse me, a, a 1792 small batch. Or is that the 12-year? If we got 12-year barrel, I have no idea. Um, I don't think so. Could be wrong, but I'm guessing this is probably warehouse, which Rick it was in, and you know where it was at. Like, well, 27C makes sense to me because like, like column 27 yeah. ABC, yeah, or whatever makes sense. But maybe that B is the house and the 12 is location, but it's all going to be the same location. So that's why it makes me think that it's a the 12 is a age. It's an age. Like they all have 12 on them, and then. No. It, like they have, they have a nine B twenty seven C, which is just on the next row. Yeah, because it's all the same. Maybe. If you know, let us know, both of you. This Weller, so. Oh yeah. It's a lot sweeter on the nose. Sweet like how? I don't know. I'm trying to pick it out. Hmm. Almost like. Almost like a powdered sugar smell. Powdered sugar. All right. You don't want to sniff that too close because it'll <laughs> go up in your nose. Yeah. White stuff in your nose we don't condone. Yeah. And it's it's a weeded bourbon. So they're all very similar, in my opinion, as far as the, the graininess that you get from it. You mm -hmm. know, like the flavor is the same. It's just from the ones that I've had. I haven't had a lot. So those of you who love weeded bourbons, don't get on to me about this. But I haven't had a lot. Because I don't find a lot of complexity in them, and so they're um, they're good, but this is just super smooth. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just super smooth. So now the star of the show today, 1792, 12-year. Give us a little more information about this one because this is what we're drinking today. It reminds me less of like it's small batch. The small batch has a lot of um, spice in it. Um, it's not as spicy. It's a little, little, not over oaked, but definitely leans a little more to the oak because of the age. Um, it's really just really smooth. It reminds me of a couple of single barrels we've had of it. Mm-hmm. What proof is this? It's um, it's ninety six point six also. Ninety six. Yeah. Which could be attributing to the smoothness. Cause you know I'm a hot guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've had smooth bourbons that are hot though. Right. As far as hundred percent. As but far as proof goes. General rule of thumb, like mm-hmm. in my in my opinion, it's going to be less smooth the hotter it is. Yeah. So, but it's really good. Vanilla. It's a bit typical of, seventeen yeah. flavors. It's just aged a little longer. Yeah. Just with, and and for me, without the spicy part of seventeen. Which I like in a small match. But right. So pretty, pretty good stuff. How much is that? Do you remember? It was not terrible. I think it was forty-five dollars. And, did, and did, I got lucky, at, you know, finding it at retail. So. But you um, found that it wasn't in your in your package deal. No, that was not in my package. Um, my weather twelve was out of out of that raffle back at Christmas. What was it? Mm-hmm. This one. I wasn't sure if I was going to have it. I'm glad I've opened it. It's a, it's a good taste. Yeah, it's good. Well, you haven't tasted it yet. That's good. No, that's good. <laughs> it's You'll find good. out in a minute. It's all good. Uh, so, yeah, as an ode to our awesome barrel David found that we're for now going to call a 12-year and so, and, <laughs> until somebody corrects us. Or, or we, 12-y. We decide to uh, look it up ourselves, which probably won't happen. Um, awesome bourbon. I'm going to say better than E.H. Taylor, small batch. Oh, yeah. I still find that. Yeah, now, E.H. Taylor single yeah, barrel is going to be is going to be a, a gunsling. But um, for now, I'm putting this. we got to give it a rating. You know, 45 bucks. As uh, always, if you can find it. I mean, this is a 10 a, out of 10 for me. Yeah. Easy. So I've actually looked for this bottle for about two years, and I never found it under 200 which is ridiculous. Would I buy it for 200 No, I just don't think... Uh, I'm not at that point in my bourbon life yet. Give him another three months. No. <laughs> um, but man, if you see this on the shelf for 45 bucks, I buy mean, as I, many as they'll let you. Yeah, I would probably pay up to $100 for it. It's, yeah, I'd it's pay really $100 good bottle. for that bottle. It's a really good bottle. So, and obviously, maybe it's just too many going on here. Maybe not, but this is this has got to be pretty good and uh, pretty similar. For me to have them switch so definitely if you haven't grabbed one of these i think i i found this one at a mom and pop liquor store so it's probably marked up a little bit from your big box guys retail but i think it was 79 dollars i pay 79 dollars for the 17.92 so yeah shouldn't be any different for that it tastes similar i'm about to find out you're about to find out yeah but 17.92 knocks it out of the park 10 out of 10 oh, easy yeah. kill Get it if you can find it and buy as many as possible. And if you find it and have a surplus and you love us, send me a DM on Instagram and I'll buy it from you. Yeah, well, we're down to half a bottle. Yeah, because we live in Texas and you'll find one of those every two years. So one of our two listeners has got to be from out of state. 
and they gotta have it. Yeah, I did pick up a sweet wheat while I grabbed this too. I got lucky, and um, it's pretty darn good too for a weeded bourbon. So um, we may bring in the wheat, the weeders for another blind taste and see what happens. I got a handful of them. What else? Like Tease them. What are we gonna do next? Next time. Man, Think know. about it. Think about it. What do I have that we need to that you need to taste that you haven't tasted? Hmm. We're gonna. I know what we're gonna do. Um, shout out to the bougie boys. They did an awesome pick of this burning chair. So um, that's what we will burning do. Burning chair. Yeah, it's uh, bourbon from California. It is tasty. Now, you know I don't like a whole lot of things from California. You're going to like this. Besides anything, Napa Napa is is a sacred area for wine because I do like red wine. And uh, San Jose because my little brother's there at the Air Force Base. Other than that, I don't like anything that comes from California. So He's going to like this. Maybe he'll change my mind. Um, I was asked what I thought and I didn't I didn't have an open bottle of this to go back to. It's a higher proof. Um, it's a little sweeter, I think, but it, it reminds me of Stag Jr. The, so, the, the burning man? Yeah, the burn, burning, burning chair. Chair. Burning <laughs> man's pole, different thing we don't want to get into on this podcast. <laughs> I know. Okay. I thought you said burning man for some reason, but you obviously didn't. So That's it. Good deal. I will say this. I'd like to congratulate somebody because there's going to be a rug rat running around. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to be mad. In about eight months or so? Eight months? Uh, no. Seven and a half months? She's due in July. She's July. Man. be about six months. Ooh, boy. Five and a half months, yeah. I'll have a so, little one running around. We don't know if it's going to be a boy or a girl, but I honestly don't care either way. Congratulations. Thanks, man. I told him not to, by the way. That's why I had to get the, the man cave taken care of, snippity snap. One, so that way we had a studio for this, and two, that way it was set up and it couldn't be overrun immediately by my new child. So, <laughs> notice I said immediately. I'm not an idiot. It'll soon be the kids, but at least for now in the early stages. For the next couple of years, it'll probably remain this All way. these antlers you see on the bottom of the shelf that are... Yeah, all my taxes hazard, and, and all these bourbons that are 18 inches <laughs> off the ground will have to be baby proof somehow. Probably put a plexiglass front. But no, it's going to be fun. My wife and I are excited. And um, yeah, it's our first and we're, we're pretty fun. Except for the doctor's appointment we had today it was the only time I've ever been mad about it. But that's okay. I'll get over myself. I wasn't allowed in the doctor's office today because of COVID BS. So... I get it, it's a doctor's office and whatever, but it, it made me angry today. Understandably. Yeah. Got to hear the heartbeat today, so that was really fun. Cool. Yeah. It's like 100 million beats a minute or something. It's pretty fast. It's like, I think it was, she said it was like 145, which is pretty crazy. But that was a fun moment for, for my wife and I to do. We got the nursery. The nursery is actually empty, but the man cave is done, so we understand where our priorities are, <laughs> clearly. Um, well, we did. I have to get a shout out to Kyle. There is a little um, playpen in there, and a couple of um, a couple of clothing items that um, Mr. Kick and his wife gave us from their last kid. So we got a couple of that in there. But 
Cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be an adventure. It'll be an adventure, as always. <laughs> as always. As always. So now we got to talk about honey. Yeah, we are going to have to talk about that. We're going to have to get a, uh, a game plan together. All right, so what are we going to do? Math the... Um, well, duck season in Texas ends in about nine days, so we need to go at least once, if not twice, in this next nine days. Twice is going to be difficult. Well, you need to figure it out. I'm going to tell you once. I will. I will. When is the thirtieth? The thirtieth is on a Sunday. So we go on the last day of duck season, like I said. Yeah. And it's not the thirty-first. It's the thirtieth. It's the last day. That's weird. It didn't go through all. I guess it just stops because it's Sunday. And hey, that, that might be good because we can do it after the shot because that's the anniversary of a special barrel pick I have of oh, yeah. Blanton's that I didn't realize I had. Mm-hmm. Um, Harlan Wheatley, the master distiller of Buffalo Trace, had handpicked this particular barrel. And um, I had no idea I had this bottle. I mean, I knew I had a Blanton's on the shelf because it came in the, in the drawing that I won uh, back in Christmas. But I didn't know it had that little sticker on it because I never took it out of the box. And when I pulled it out of the box, I go, oh, what's this? So it was actually dumped on 1-30-2020, two years ago. So if we can try to go duck hunting, maybe that'll be... Of real after the shot in the field. Yeah, and that'll be the Blantons that the big man himself says is top notch. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that. Uh, we'll have to. Yeah. So duck hunting on the thirtieth. Two other bottles we'll have to bring over and we can compare them to. You still need. We need stringers. Okay. Well, we got nine days. Well, we're gonna go before then. Come on. I told you, I'm good for one. Okay. Well, we need we need to get stringers so I can go. <laughs> <laughs> for the next eight days. For the next eight days, like time okay. next week. I'll tell you what. Solo dolo. When I go home, I'll get the ducks out of the attic. You go get some stringers. Swing on by and pick them up. Well, I gotta come to your house next week to do the architecture stuff. Yes. So I'll just pick the ducks up and put stringers on them. And I'll go build us a blind in the cove that we found. You want to go over to where he busted so. them? You don't think they're coming to that point? I don't think so. I think it's. I, I don't know. We, My, we went with Colin. We're going to have Colin on the podcast at some point. He's really into bourbon and hopefully give us some insight into maybe some Texas bourbons because he likes that a little more than we do. Um, but we went with him to a spot that he really likes to go twice. Now, granted, the weather didn't really cooperate with us, yeah. but um, the two times that we went, we saw ducks going into a little cove that we were not sitting in. So, I mean, hunting's always a maybe game, right? So. Yeah. There could be a million ducks at the spot we sat in last time when we go sit in the cove. Who knows? Right. So, I think uh, the wind had a lot to play with pushing those ducks into the cove because that that water was probably a lot a lot stiller. You know, not as much movement, so they didn't <laughs> yeah. have to work as hard. That's probably true. That's probably true. Um, and that point that we were on, I mean, it's it's pretty much on open water. Yeah. So. I mean, I could see ducks being there when there's just a ton of ducks, but it's been really hot. It's been sucky in Texas. I mean, Texas we just week. started getting some cold fronts in, and they only last a day or two, so. Yeah, it's really cold today, so I'm hoping mid-next week. I think we're supposed to get some rain mid-next week, and then um, maybe I'll go 
couple days before we we go on Sunday. Um, what, are you not going to answer from Kyle? No, I'm not going to answer Kyle. He never hangs out. Kyle. Bye. <laughs> He's going to watch this. You never hang out. To be fair, we didn't invite him this time. Let me call him. <laughs> but Just he's always invited. Yeah. You don't need an invite, right? Yeah. My door's always open. Anyway. But yeah. Let's, let's do that. Early next week, I'll come over, help you with your house, get some stringers on the ducks, and I'll go a couple of days next week, and then Sunday, we'll have a good idea. And we'll we'll put some mallards on the ground. Oh, the, the hoop guys that I talked about, um, they went. I don't know where they were, because you never tell anybody where you go, but they slayed half a dozen mallards. Really? And I'm hoping it was where we were, so. And they're friends with Colin, right? Yeah. So it's quite possible they're in that location. Colin wasn't there, but they followed them on Instagram, so. All right, so for sure going duck hunting on the 30th. Um, she just wants to know in advance, so she can plan, right? We got three kids. They're yeah, they got a litter of children, so I could understand it. I mean, you know, one's got basketball, the other one's got basketball, dance, Girl Scout. I mean, it's always something. Now, so. Speaking of Girl Scout, my wife wants to know when you're getting her Tomorrow cookies. morning, Lily and I will bring cookies. Okay, well, we're going to go. We're going to brunch with some friends at 1030. It'll be before that. That's fine. Okay. Cool. You leaving at 1030 or you're... Be there at 1030. So leaving at 10? Tim Prosper, yes, 10-ish. Okay. Or after, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do. Well, we, we get into basketball games, like I mentioned. Yeah, we'll be up. And then we're taking the kids to the rodeo, so headed to Fort Worth. I'm pretty jealous about that. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. Um, so February, what are we going to do? I so January's I, almost over, you're right. February, I want to, you want to go whitetail hunt in Arkansas. I would like to, but I'm okay if we don't. Well, here's my thing with it. I'd like to as well. I'm not sure we'll be successful. However, thinking about it, is it buck only season? No. It's all. wide open? Yeah. Which I'm not, I don't know if I'm, I really feel okay about in February. January, I'll push down. But February, I mean, they're going to be all are bred. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't, don't want to do that. that. You could have a 200 inch deer in that belly. Not in public land, you won't. Those deer are still, they still exist. They just usually don't grow. What's going to happen is and November, we're going bear hunting. So when we do some scouting. Wait, wait, I thought that was October. It's it's uh, like mid-October to end of November. November's, and we always go to full crowds. November's gyms. So, so it's going to be October. Maybe. Or end of November. It just depends. But anyway, when we do some scouting for bears, we can make some notes about whitetail and try December, January next year. I'm okay with that because it's going to involve, it's going to have to be a lot of time on our part to go understand the watchdog watchdog national forest and and go take care of that. And we could go even north of there and go to the Ozark National Forest. There's a little bit in Arkansas there, but that's, that's quite a drive. But anyhow, February. I will say that I would like to do and or travel to maybe two R100s this year. Okay. Like, I'm sure they're going to do one in Fort Worth again, so we'll go to that one. That one's easy. Yeah. Cinnamon Creek, whenever like that's that happening. But I'd like to travel to one to go experience one. Whether it's in, they got one in Missouri, I like Colorado. It. I don't think they start that early, do they? What? 
everywhere. I they have them all year round. Do they? But it just depends. So we'll definitely go to whenever the Reinhardt is. You're gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, but I don't know if that's a February activity I, or not. I don't know what there is to hunt in February unless we're paying for a exotic. Or like a quail. Well, it's not even, it's not even gonna be quail season. Yeah. Deer season's over. I don't think so. Yeah, February might be a bust, 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 a bust. When we we were going to do a black buck last February, and for those of you who don't live in Texas, I'm empty. Why? why Snowmageddon happened. I need a. Well, you need water. You got some? Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you try this and tell me how similar you think it might be to that? Since I felt I got them mixed up, and then you can try the twelve year weeded. Did you finish this? No. Nah. It's uh, gonna be okay. Yeah. Anyway, now we can continue. But what was the thing? Oh yeah. For those of you who don't live in Texas, we had this thing called Snowmageddon. The weekend I was supposed to go kill a black buck. I don't know if that location's available mm-hmm. anymore, but uh, that might be something we can look into. Uh, I think you were going to try and do pig while we were there. Yeah, and know. if we don't even go there, um, I was actually kind of thinking for February that we go to, uh, we already got the permits, go to a public land at the Sabine River where Kyle and I and camp okay. it out for a weekend and invite Kyle. And now that we've kind of got a lay of the land after going last year and, and trying to figure it out, knowing where the pigs are, maybe we get lucky and, and do that. In February, if you're okay with that, because February into the beginning of March is really the only time that you can camp in Texas, and then you're just sweating your you-know-what off. So I'm thinking maybe middle, end of February, we try to hit up a tent situation, hammocks, and camp it out for a Friday through Sunday and try to go get some pigs. I mean, February's cold, right? It would be kind of nice to go to St. Cloud, Florida for the R100. (laughs) But that's gonna be. Those are pretty close, aren't they? They're, they're very close. They are. I mm. can see how you mix them up, of all people. Yeah, they're very close. They're the same to me. My palate isn't as advanced as yours. So you don't get anything different in <clears throat> this. I don't know about anything different. But... This to me. I don't know if I'm using the word correctly, but it seems richer. Like, it's got a little bolder flavor. Yeah, that's smoother. I agree. I could see that. But you could mix them up easily. I can't do this R100 shoot. I have to go to Texas A&M for recruiting. Whoop! Yeah. You want to go? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. I'll go with you. We could make it for an like, extra couple of days. I know where some really good bass fishing is. That's not going to work because it's February 11th through the 13th. I go on a Thursday. Not here, Bubba, in College Station. I understand, but it's Valentine's Day on the 14th. So? <laughs> Frank, <laughs> pregnant wife downstairs. And he's not even going to be here for Valentine's My Day. My wife and I have been together for a decade, and we have never celebrated a Valentine's Day. Well, my wife and I have been together longer than that, and she will not let me be gone <laughs> for Valentine's Day. <laughs> So. Okay, so what's, Mar- what's in March? Because um, March is not... Uh, wait. 
No, March, we're not getting into Turkey yet, so we're good. End of March. March. Like, end, end. We should really go in April. Damn, this is too many emails. I don't like it. Um, Oh, Roanoke is in March. That is going to be nice because it will be perfect. Not hot. We need to sign up for that. So March is going to be the R100. That will be our quote unquote hunt. We'll film that this year. Turkey into March, beginning of April, maybe. Turkey in April, somewhere. But we got to talk to Trevor. Where are we going? Trevor told us he's going to make this work this year. Yeah, but turkey season in Missouri is later. So we can. So that's May. Right, but in so April, April we can do right. turkey in Texas somewhere. Yeah, we gotta work on that. And then May, hopefully Missouri, with my boy Trevor, who was on the last podcast. Yeah. Um, June. Um, we still need to go fishing. June or July is probably really good. July is gonna be out for me. And she's due in July. June or July. July. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be on a hiatus. Yeah, I'll be. So, June, we probably try to fish. Yeah, first part of June. You now, I may reach back out to my buddy that's a captain that worked as a builder for Weekly. Because mm-hmm. he, uh, he captains out of Port O'Connor. and see how much a trip would cost. Yeah. We could also still, I mean, if we redfish. want, if we want, yeah, if, we, if they're running and we want redfish, we could probably check on that. But, you know, the striper fishing at Texoma pretty good yeah we could also charter that that guy was pretty good well there's striper in arkansas on my lake yeah that's what i'm saying like i'd rather i would honestly rather just go go rent a boat and for the weekend and striper and figure it out yeah we could do that I and mean, pay somebody i mean striper fishing is dropping them right but find them figure it out meaning find the fish yeah i mean i should have fish in june, boat. in june it'll be nice outside yeah we can go during the week when there's not all the partying. I like that. Alright, so June we're going fishing. January. That will also depend on where I'm at in the remodel. That's true. But that's the plan. January duck hunt. February. I already forgot. That's because we didn't pick anything. Oh, pro- possibly pig or maybe black butt. Yeah, February maybe a public land pig. March is the R100, which is perfect. April turkey hunt. May turkey hunt. June, striper fish. July is going to be out for me because my wife's having a baby. August. I'll be trying to finish a remodel. Before school starts. It's hot too. Yeah. Maybe we'll go somewhere in August for another R100. I don't know where that is. Because August is tough for me because she starts back in school. So, you know, she's... She's got to go to school. The kids are still at home. They're starting early this year. But we can see for more. What? Minnesota. Oof. Saginaw, Minnesota. September? That's Minnesota, right? Saginaw? Or is that Missouri? That's Missouri. Saginaw. M-I. Is that Minnesota? Michigan. Michigan. Oh. I may be able to pull that. We're going to have a kid. We're not going to be able to pull that. we got good friends that live in Michigan. I say we can just go stay with them. But Jess is going to be a month out. We're not going to fly with the baby. So, no. not that close anyway. Anyway, August may be a no shot. September? August, uh, actually, but Missouri in August, too. Moberly? Missouri? Oh, maybe Missouri in August. I could do that. September? 
September's dub season. No, Beef. September for the R100, where is it at? That's what I'm asking. After September, we're actually hunting things, but I didn't know if September, like... September is in New Jersey. No, not doing that. Or Pennsylvania. Not doing that. Oh, I don't know. I mean, those are some big trees. That looks nice. It looks nice in Pennsylvania. I'm not going that far. So maybe Missouri in August. And uh, West Virginia. I think Missouri in August. September, I think we spend as much time as we can allow camping out and scouting for black bear in September. That will be our quote-unquote hunt. It'll be scouting. You realize that won't be a lot for me based on yeah. my agreement with my wife. Yeah. And then October will be black bear. Because I'm already going to be asking for a lot to go in October <coughs> because October is her. We can go to November. I know, but then we go to gyms. October will be black bear. Scouting we'll have to go towards October. the end of October because. That'll be fine. November gyms. Which we, I need to call him and see if we've got the same weekend. And, and December is back. Collect deposits. December will be back in Arkansas for whitetail bucks during the rut. Oof. Once we've scouted out for black bear, we'll make notes for whitetail. I like and that. that's the whole year. So there. Now you know what we're doing. We just don't know when. Did you write any of this down? I'll okay. appear, my friend. Can you send me a, an email to <laughs> A breakdown? Yeah, I need a memo. Mm. All right. That'd be good. I like it. Cool. It's, it's a plan. I didn't hear Axis buck anywhere in there. And since we failed to get one last year, I'm very disappointed. Yeah, maybe next year. What do we have in May? Because we know Turn that's the month. Maybe we can double down. Maybe. I think we just plan access for next year. I know you don't want to, but I think getting a trophy Eastern in Missouri is going to be just as rewarding. I don't disagree with that comment. And so that'll be our backup to Trevor, but my Trevor can't make it work. Yeah, but that's going to be a hard backup to fill because we're probably already most of booked. Probably. Damn it. Your time. Well, we got to start thinking about May next year for that. We got time. Next year for May, we'll find an outfitter and be good. An actual outfitter? An actual outfitter, yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough said. Yeah. Cool. Too well, bad your boy isn't answering at Thompson Temple. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him where I shot both of my sheep. Um, I'd like to go there. I'd like to take Jack find, We could find somewhere else, though, I'm sure, that gives a discount rate for sheep. I have a black Hawaiian behind you that you can't see and then a a wannabe doll sheep. Texas um, doll sheep? Texas doll sheep, yeah. Not a not a northern. At some point I'll get a northern. The Hawaiian, the Hawaiian suffices my need to catch the slam, but that doll sheep is more of a uh, moment with one of my friends. So at some point, we'll get the pretty white one. But yeah, I think we do access next May. Okay. So yeah, recap, get the 1792 12-year. Next time we're doing burning chair. Burning chair. And uh, since we're just doing one bourbon, I think that we've been talking about it and giving hints long enough. We do burning chair 
and then we sit our favorite guide service that we went to last year on the burning chair and talk about them. So that's what we're going to do next, next time is drink burning chair and put a specific guide service on the burning chair and um, you'll learn all about them. So that's what we're doing next time. But uh, until then, y'all stay knocked up. Later.